1: And What's up, Wikimaniacs? My name is Josh Shell, and I am your host for this episode of Reddit on Wiki. With me is my good friend, John Consignato. What is up, John?
0: Sean is no longer Mr. Reliable. I took that mantle back,
1: baby. Oh my god, I'm the most reliable one. <laughs> That's True. my mantle. <laughs> no. Uh, but yes, Sean is off today. I think someone must have sent him some money via Venmo. Uh, I think
0: they probably gave him a lot of money for him to take a break today.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. I think he went to Italy. I believe. No, yeah.
0: We want our cut, Sean.
1: <laughs> yeah. Come on, Sean. What the hell? But uh, in his place is someone near and dear to our hearts. Please welcome our returning guest, Lindsay Valenti from Ye Ol Crime Podcast. How's it going, Lindsay?
2: Thanks for having me
1: back. We didn't scare you off with the, the confessions episode. <laughs> I think that's no, the one you were on.
2: That was fun. I want to do that again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not, not out that our baby <laughs> boy is not here. We could do it again. We could. Unfortunately, only am I the assholes today, Lindsay. I'm sorry. But um, fine.
2: next time, next time.
1: Yeah, we do have some amazing stories today, though. Because on today's episode, we have a sister-in-law who can't pay rent. A friend talks back to a wife. Oh, a job applicant gets an interviewer fired, and someone brings a baby to a child-free wedding. Automatic uh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. On top of that, we have our bonus Patreon story. So if you would like that, as well as ad-free episodes, you can go to our Patreon.com slash Cultivate Podcast Network and sign up today. We used to say week early episodes, but uh, struggling just to keep above water right now. Fair. The summer is busy and so am I. So they are somewhat early and they're always ad free and you get a bonus story over on our Patreon. So go sign up today. On top of that, if you're a returning listener, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or why not share the podcast with a friend? And if you have a story you would like us to cover, you can send it to us via email at Reddit on WikiPod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at Reddit on Wiki. Links to everything I just mentioned are in the show notes below. So with all of that housekeeping out of the way, are we ready to hop into some stories?
0: Doesn't it feel empty without Sean shilling his... If you could, send me $25 to my Venmo, Wikimaniacs. Right.
1: <laughs> Lindsay, what's your Venmo? <laughs>
2: oh, it's uh, Lindsay Dash. <laughs>
1: so as a Canadian, we don't have Venmo here. I've never mentioned that, but we it's not a thing in Canada. <gasps> we just have bank transfers.
2: Oh, Canadian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jumping into our first story of the day. Am I the asshole for making my sister-in-law pay above average rent for one bedroom? Yes.
2: I'm, I'm so. going to say yes, but let's, let's <laughs> proceed.
1: <laughs> you price gouging in this
0: economy?
1: <laughs> that's my just capitalism, goodness. baby. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I forgot to mention too. There's no listener submitted stories this episode. It's all Reddit. I felt without Sean here, it's not right. You know, if we f- come across a listener asshole, Sean's not there to call them out. It would just he wouldn't would be fair. very upset. He would be very upset. So that's like uh, our
0: baby <laughs> taking a first
1: step and he missed it. <laughs> and we didn't get it on video.
0: <laughs> I know right?
1: Cuz he wouldn't Cause... watch it anyway.
0: <laughs> That's true. Just have like a bunch of Easter eggs on every episode and Sean will never find it because he will never watch it. <laughs> it's
1: like the there was one episode a few probably like a few weeks ago now where I zoomed in on Sean's face. He <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> so, back to the sister-in-law paying above rent. I am 100% being petty here, but curious if I'm actually wrong. Most of my husband's family think I'm being childish and need to let go of the past, as my sister-in-law can't afford this, but her behavior towards us in the past makes me feel this is warranted. Two years ago, my house burnt to the ground after being struck by lightning. Thankfully, it was during the day, so our three kids were at school and my husband and I were at work. We lost everything, but we were safe. It took almost 11 months for the insurance to pay out. The insurance covered one month worth of a hotel stay, but after that, we were made to fend off for ourselves, and the only option we had was to move in with my sister-in-law. She tells us we can have her spare room and her office space, since she uses neither of the rooms, and her stipulations were we needed to purchase all our own food and pay her $100 a week. By week three, all of that had changed. She then decided she need we needed to pay her 250 a week, oh. and we can only use one of the rooms.
2: I'm sorry. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat>
1: Yeah, that's a switch up. That's over double payment and then half the space. (laughs) With With three children. Five people. Yeah, that's crazy. So all five of us were crammed in the smallest room she had, which was the size of a glorified closet space and didn't even fit a twin size and a small dresser. So we lived out of trash bags and slept on the floor for close to $1,000 a month and still had to purchase all of our own food, despite her claiming my children on her food stamps. Oh, that's fucked.
0: (laughs) And she benefited from, oh my
1: God. Yeah, free food for her. She also had no bills outside of her land tax, which was 450 a year, electric and heating oil, which she hardly ever filled. So we were essentially paying for her so she could do leisure activities. It was the worst eight months of my life. I'm starting to side with her, I think.
2: I am (laughs) too. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, yeah.
1: So three months ago, my grandma decided that she wanted to go to an assisted living facility after a fall and transferred the deed of her house to me and basically said it was mine now. It is a five bedroom farmhouse. My boys insisted on sharing a room so we have two extra bedrooms. Well, my sister-in-law lost her house last month due to not paying her land tax for several years. So she wasn't even using the money to
2: pay. <laughs> Dang,
1: <taxes>. bro! <laughs> and she asked if she and her stepdaughter could stay with us until they get enough money to move down south. I said, "Sure, one bedroom, eight hundred a month, and you have to buy and cook all of your food separately because my daughter is vegan." I, I don't know if you had to make that stipulation. It sounds like you're just gonna, you would make her do that anyway. <laughs> yeah. She looked at me like I had 10 heads and said that she and her stepdaughter should not be made to share a room when there are two extra rooms and stated she cannot afford a rent of 800 while purchasing all of her own food on top of it. I said, neither could we, but we managed to cram five people into a glorified closeted space while you were getting $1,000 and food stamps. Take it or leave it. She decided to leave it. Again, I am being told I'm childish. So am I the asshole?
0: No. I think it's a justifiable asshole, though.
1: Yeah, I think kind of. I think you're kind of an asshole. But like, as you said, John, justified. Like it's yeah karma at this point for this well, person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is family and you should try to look out for family as much as you can. But she was kind of a piece of shit to you and your family. So
0: see, this yeah. is this kind of hits home to me because when we first moved to the U.S., we kind of had that situation with. The crappy side of my family. So, you know, my parents were immigrants, not having jobs yet, and they expected us to pay almost immediately. We were cramped up in Mm. the room. We couldn't even use the bathrooms at night. The only way we could use a bathroom is I had to learn the schedule of the planes coming from the airport. And when I hear it coming, I would run to the bathroom, pee, then go so I could flush it. Oh, so they wouldn't hear you. Yeah. Otherwise, if they hear me flushing the toilet, they'd be like, why wasting so much water? Really? Yeah, it was bad. Like I had the worst experience like growing up, like when I first moved to the States, like I wanted to go back so fast.
2: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I
0: think in this situation, it's like a justifiable asshole, like I said, just because family sometimes is a complicated thing. Like you would think blood will take care of you, but at times they could be like your worst nightmare at some point too.
2: Oh, like I definitely feel like it was justified assholery, if you want to call it that. (laughs) Just because she'd made their lives hell for eight months and she totally profited from their misfortune. One thousand percent. So
0: thousand dollars
1: percent for eight months, too. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think you're definitely not the asshole, like reactionary asshole maybe, but it's just a shitty thing for your sister-in-law to do to initially. And then I, I agree. I mean, if if anything, it kept her from living with you guys, which Probably best case anyway. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully she realizes what she's done and, and maybe gets a little taste of her own medicine and then learns from this.
0: The only thing that I'm actually kind of sad about, though, is the daughter kind of right getting lumped into this. So yeah. in that point, I do give the OP like somewhat of an asshole grade as well, Fair. just because...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The daughter is being affected. But in the same token, like the sister-in-law did decide like, hey, I don't give a damn about your five children. You guys will like get (laughs) stuck in there.
1: But you are right about that. Actually, I didn't think about that. So I guess if you wanted to make kind of a a amends, you could maybe take in her daughter if you have the means and then, you know, support her (laughs) because it sounds like she doesn't have a a mother figure that's uh, stable Stable, yeah yeah Yeah. reliable (laughs) so yeah um and again i wouldn't call you an asshole if you didn't but i just think that would be a nice thing and maybe a way to start the men towards you know making things right between each other but that's up to you if you do that so
0: unless the stepdaughter is an asshole too then by all means charge (laughs) that ass
2: (laughs) as well
1: (laughs) oh you could charge maybe a little bit but uh, (laughs) you watch she's
2: like two or something she doesn't even
1: that's true. <laughs> you little asshole. <laughs>
2: Get out
1: of here. I don't know. Josh is
0: rivals with his upstairs neighbors. So. That's
1: true. That's true. <laughs> that kid's like two. Bouncing a ball last night at 1130 30 at night. I was See? like, what the fuck? Charge uh, them rent, Josh. I wish I could. <laughs> so uh agreed, not really the asshole. Maybe a little bit, but yeah. Not. Little
0: tiny booty hole. Yeah, bit, you're
1: okay. You're okay. Bit, yeah. So we're gonna move on to our next story. Am I the asshole? for putting my friend's wife in her place and getting in trouble for it.
2: Doesn't sound like you're off to a good start, but uh, we'll see how context. it plays out. I need
1: context. <laughs> yeah, okay. we need context. Okay. So, my 28-year-old male childhood best friend, Tom, 28-year-old male, and our other best friend, Kayla, 27-year-old female, have known each other since forever. It's a bit of hyperbole, but... <laughs>
0: So you've probably known each other for at least 28 years, right? Yeah, or at the at least
1: 27 with Kale.
0: 27, yes. 20.
1: I can't math. The math ain't math thing for me. Since the womb. Yes. We were, we're brother and sister, actually. <laughs> Triplets. <laughs> um, we went to primary school and high school together. We stayed in the same neighborhood since we were kids, and we still live three blocks apart from each other. Since our teenage years, we had some traditions that we are not willing to compromise on. One of those traditions is that we always plan a fishing trip, which lasts a week once or twice a year. Since he got with his wife, he still comes to the fishing trips, but Kayla and I can tell his wife is not too happy about it. But at the end of the day, we don't care since Tom clearly enjoys it. Tom and his wife now have two kids, a two year old and a five year old. Since the five year old was born, there were implications that he won't be coming to the fishing trips anymore. But Kayla and I convinced him it's no big deal and it's just two weeks out of the year. After he was two years old, the same conversation was born again. We could tell his wife was nagging him about it. Oh, that's uh, that's not a great way to put that. <laughs> you mean she wanted him around the house to help with the kids? Uh, yeah, that's fair. So it's it's around time for our fishing trip again. Kayla and I visited Tom a couple of days ago to discuss the plans. Then his wife spoke and said that we can't arrange a fishing trip on those days we wanted to because she's got a trip with friends as well, and someone has to stay behind with the kids. Tom got frustrated and told her, "Didn't you think about discussing it with me first? to which she replied that she doesn't have to since he never discusses his plans with her. This sounds like just a communication problem Mm -hmm. between them two, but (laughs) just as a side note, but he kept telling her to postpone the trip for another time, and she refused. Kayla and I got so mad at how aggressive Tom's wife was. Also, I don't like that he's calling her Tom's wife and not her name. You know what I mean? A name? (laughs) She's a person. Give her a name.
2: Oh, maybe it's for confidentiality, though. but...
1: But I mean, like, you could make up a name yeah. it's just always like Tina. his wife like that's all his she wife, is is Tina. his wife yeah <laughs> you know what tom's i mean wilson wilson so kale and i got so mad at how aggressive tom's wife was and we could tell she was being petty and i told her to remember her place and no. stay out of our fucking business and that this is a tradition we've had since we were teens and her little girl's trip could wait for another time <laughs>
2: holy shit Bruh?
1: Yeah, not great.
2: <laughs> oh, no, shit.
1: Kayla agreed with me, but Tom all of a sudden went from scolding his wife to yelling at me for daring to speak to his wife like that. Hell yeah, Tom! There we go.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I was shocked because I thought he'd appreciate me standing up for him, but apparently I offended him. He then kicked me and Kayla out of their house and demanded an apology. I am extremely confused because I thought we were on the same page. Am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with everyone's the asshole in this situation. Yeah,
2: everyone kind of sounds like a bunch of dicks.
1: I think this dude's asshole times a hundred <laughs> like yeah. com- compared to everyone else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: the bigger butthole yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a bigger yeah, asshole. Yeah. But I think everyone is an asshole and everyone sucks at communicating. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, that's fair. I don't know. I It, it is weird that Tom and, and his wife, I, and I don't know her name, so I just have to call her his wife. Tom's uh, wife. Tom's <laughs> wife. Wilson. Too Tom bad. and Wilson did, had this conversation in front of their friends, which is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should have maybe discussed that privately and, and had open, more open communication to what their plans were. Because you have two kids. That seems like a smart idea to schedule and plan together. Mm-hmm. But to butt into someone else's personal life and relationship that's a whole different yeah to tell her to stay in her place like what is her place being his wife as you keep calling him her Tom's wife
2: (laughs) Wilson
1: (laughs) (laughs) like this dude just sounds like an incel who's never gotten in a relationship so he doesn't understand that there's compromises to be made on both sides and yeah I don't know that's that's my first thought anyway
2: yeah I mean Tom's wife is
1: (laughs) Wilson Wilson Wilson
2: Wilson! (laughs) (laughs) She's an asshole because all of a sudden, even though for years he hasn't been able to go on these fishing trips or he's like begrudgingly been allowed to go on these fishing trips. now all of a sudden her trip is like super top priority. Like that's a dick move.
1: My only contention with that, Lindsay, would be so he it sounds like he still goes on these trips Mm -hmm. and it's and he goes on it once or twice a year. But we don't know, like, if his wife ever goes on trips or if she ever gets a break. You know what I mean? Like, there's that missing context of how often does she actually get to go on trips. So there's a potential where she's maybe just like, OK, I've had enough of your shit. I want a break. I need a break. I'm going on a trip. So there is a potential that she might not be the asshole. I just want to put that out there. Not saying she is isn't, but. Yeah. Uh, that's just a context that I think is missing from this guy's story.
0: <laughs> yeah, but on yeah. that token, though, like, I think I know where Lindsay's coming from. Like,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to like act like lash out like that,
0: you probably need to work on your communication skills between husband and wife. You know, like, yes. I yeah. feel like she probably knew where the tradition, like, you know, like you said, the tradition's been long standing there that they've been doing it. And then, like, what Lindsay was saying, like, all of a sudden, the, the trip is a top priority. The way that, like, she kind of was like, I'm going to go whether you like it or not. Like it kind of in that context, it was kind of more of like a a petty reaction, but yeah. an understandable petty reaction. Because like you said, yeah. Josh, who freaking knew when's the last time she was able to take a break? So
2: yeah. yeah, that's where I was going with that is like, it just seemed like if she planned it purposefully on a time when they would traditionally be going on this fishing mm-hmm. trip, right. that's very petty. But at the same time, having this miscommunication and having a conversation about, This trip in front of your friends that you're supposed to be going on the trip with. That's really icky. And I don't know if that's something that they kind of bombarded him with that out of the blue. Like, we're going to confront you. You have to go on this fishing trip. And whether your wife likes it or not, Wilson, (laughs) you know, that's makes the friends assholes. But Mm. definitely the guy that's like, yeah, know your place. I would have kicked that guy in the teeth. Like yeah, he, yep. w-
1: he would no longer be my friend. If, if he would you no be longer,
2: fishing yeah.
0: for your teeth, my guy. That's what <laughs> yeah. you're going to be doing if you say that. He would to- no
2: longer be welcome in my house. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crossing a line.
1: Yeah, it, the way he puts it, it just seems very misogynistic and like, yes. oh, you should be put in your place. You're the caregiver. You take care of the kids. Yeah, kind you of take care of the kids. Like you, you, you don't get
0: vacations. We
1: have our planned vacations. <laughs> and to to give Tom some credit, it does not sound like he agrees with that at all. So. You know, props to Tom for standing up to his friends and kicking him out. Yeah. Because, you know, lesser men would just let them say that and then, you know, side with them. So, I mean, good for Tom in that scenario, but he definitely has to work on his communication skills with his wife for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like I don't think Tom is the asshole at all in this situation. I feel like he was kind of put in an unfortunate yeah. place yeah. between his his buds and his wife. And but yeah, sticking up for his wife that's kudos to you. Yeah, Tom. give
1: him a plus. Prop, yeah, props to Tom. And yeah. then Kayla just sounds like a kind of a secondary asshole for <laughs>
2: yeah, just, just like, like there, a yes. secondhand
0: asshole. Like uh, you know, she's just a smoke that's just lingering around there. Yeah, exactly. She's just there. Um, <laughs> just to add with that too, like. I think the friends probably, I, I, I'm still going to stick with, I think everyone sucks in this scenario. Mm-hmm. But okay. I think the friends still need a little more of the growing up just because it's like, once kids get an equation, you have to realize that you are no longer the priority, no matter yeah. Yeah. what traditions you have. Yep. The kids, whoever's watching them, they have to come first and family always comes first. So mm-hmm. yeah, eh, then you grow up. Then you they need to fish something else for that.
2: You need to just pick a different weekend or something. Like yeah, you need yeah. to be more understanding that it's not easy to just drop your kids off with somebody or not talk to your wife about wanting to go on a week-long fishing trip on the off chance. Yes, she has plans. Let Wilson have her vacation.
1: So, yeah, uh, I kind of think everyone sucks in this scenario, but I think the OP is definitely the biggest asshole. Oh, yeah, the biggest one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Proud Boy over there, he can... Uh,
1: And on that note, we're going (laughs) to kick it to a commercial break. Thanks, Lindsay. No problem. please listen to some sponsors and maybe we can pay Sean to come back to the podcast.
0: (laughs) Wikimaniacs. It's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier
1: Plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you,
0: Factor, for supporting the show.
1: And we are back. We hope you enjoyed those sponsors, whatever they were this week. How are we doing so far? Any big assholes stand out to you? We got through two now. So know. far, the the friend, what's his name? OP.
0: He,
2: he didn't give his, he <laughs> didn't give his, his name.
1: <laughs> yeah, you better be scared to give your name. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we will move on to our third story of the day. So, am I the asshole for getting my interviewer fired? That's kind of messed up.
0: <laughs> as as uh, a, I was gonna say, you're an interviewer. John. As an HR professional, as someone who does interviews for a living, if you get me fired, boy, my previous job, <laughs> I can find you wherever you are. Oh God! I
1: still got clearances, so don't mess with me. <laughs> I'm scared now John's the asshole in this scenario I am so don't
0: get me fired see what happens
1: Uh, so so John will never be fired from the podcast sorry ladies and gentlemen I'm just kidding guys please don't
0: don't hold that against me I am not a government entity please do not cancel me I do not do those type of things
1: yeah I've I've done a couple like been on the interviewer side a couple times I don't know how this would happen so we're gonna we're gonna dive in and see how that would be a possibility. It'd have yeah, to be I've, something really fucked up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've conducted some interviews too, but I can't think of any reason why I would get fired for it. So...
1: Lizzie's well, just hitting on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, it's probably, it's probably... What are you so doing so, after yo, this?
2: you look so <laughs> fun. How's your Dude. social media game, girl?
1: <laughs> Stop objectifying me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> brown Where? chicken, brown cow.
1: Oh, we're all going to be fired soon. <laughs> <laughs> Diving to the story. So I, 27-year-old female, went for a job interview for a potential job opportunity at this company. The interviewer, we'll call him Eddie, 30-ish, welcomed me to the office and had me sit down. First thing he did was look at my CV, then started asking me questions that seemed a little too personal and unrelated to the job. Hmm. Like asking if I was in a relationship, nope. whether my eye color was real or just lenses, and also asked about how I spend my time when I'm alone and what types of dudes I like.
2: Boy, Le- that's legit yeah.
1: personal questions. Yeah, you deserve to get fired. Yeah.
2: Super inappropriate.
1: <laughs> Already, yeah. This reminds me, if you guys have watched Superstore. Yes. yes, Great show. The very first episode when Dina's interviewing Jonah and she's just like, so uh, are you in a relationship? And he's like, I don't know if you can ask that. <laughs> the vibe I'm getting right now.
2: <laughs> the answer is no.
1: Yeah. Always no. Uh, just <laughs> yeah, You can't ask me that. So don't know if he was testing how I react, but I kept cool till he asked me the question of what my greatest weakness was. I responded by saying, keeping up with your inappropriate questions and answering them politely.
2: That's a nice clap back. She's hiring.
0: <laughs> I like to chalk that up for de escalation. Great at communicating. Oh, man. Like, this is green flags for me as an interviewer.
1: Oh, absolutely. So he looked at me upset and told me that I had an attitude and it was clear the interview was over. He told me I didn't get the job, which I found quite unfair because I don't think I deserved to lose the job over what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I got into an argument with him and then told him I was going to report him. Good. It's fair. Yeah, you should absolutely mm-hmm. do that. I went to speak to the supervisor and filed the complaint against Eddie. The supervisor apologized to me and tried to reschedule a new interview, but I was hesitant about it. Later, I was told that Eddie got fired, which made me feel guilty. My mom and dad agreed that his questions were inappropriate, but said that I went too far by reporting him and having him fired. Oh, no. No. Eddie tried contacting me via email, saying that what I did could have been resolved between us and even said that he would have arranged a new interview for me, but I ruined it for myself and cost him his job. So am I the asshole? Absolutely
2: not. No.
1: Yeah. Mm -mm. Fuck your parents for siding with him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the right.
2: And it's like, honestly, if that's the kind of person you'd have to be working with, you dodged a bullet.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's,
2: even if, say, you did report him anyway and they didn't do anything, that's not a place you want to be working if they're going to be like, oh, yeah, no. sle- Sleazy Eddie gets to st- still keep his job. That's just, you know.
0: Bam. Almost guarantee that's not even the first time he did that.
1: Like, yep. You might have just saved like dozens of other yep. interviewees that now don't have to be sexually assaulted or whatever you classify yeah. this. I think I'd classify it as that. It's, um, harassment. it's
2: harassment. harassment. So. Sexual yeah. harassment.
1: Sorry. Yeah, that's probably more correct. And like it, you, you didn't get him fired. Mm-hmm. What you did was you reported the situation and the company made steps to fire him. It's not yep. you that made him get fired. It's his actions that made him get fired and the company Re- reacting to his reactions, which I mean, firing him—that probably indicates that this has been a previous. Uh, oh, you know, absolutely, thing. yeah. It's not a one-strike-and-you're-out rule. It's uh, usually anyway. Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, <not> <laughs> yeah. It depends
2: on how severe, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I almost guarantee you this was not his first like. No offense Facts. at all. They wouldn't have gone through the process of letting him go if this was his first offense.
1: Which is unfortunate because it should be a one and done. Like Mm -hmm. if you sexually harass someone, you should just be fired. But I mean, good on the company for doing the right thing in this situation. Um, I don't know why your parents think you're in the wrong. You're definitely not. There's no scenario where you'd be in the wrong here. Yeah, no. (laughs) And I'm getting like a super creepy vibe that Eddie would take an extra
0: mile to one. How did you find out about the email? So you probably have to. keep. Yeah, you kept. Mm-hmm. that contact information because otherwise you if you were just a recruiter or just a hiring manager you probably won't even care about their details because a recruiting coordinator or someone else might be doing all the arrangement for you in terms of like contacting them so eddie had to go out of his way to just be yep. like what the hell is her contact information
1: to continue so, to harass her yep
0: yeah i yeah. there's more to it than 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 yep.
1: what's being said yeah. I, i'd even go a step further if he continues to contact you i'd contact the police yeah, and, oh, and get them for involved because sure. this is like beyond inappropriate so yeah i don't I, like uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate you didn't get the job i hope they actually tried to get you back in and uh, for an actual interview um,
0: if i was her i wouldn't even go through that because yeah. now she's she's there's probably some sort of retaliation that might happen and even though it's like
1: yeah yeah not on
0: purpose but i'm pretty sure eddie got some buddies over there and yeah. Eddie's buddies
1: probably just as he, creepy as he is so you might be right actually. Yeah. I think at this point it's
0: it's like what Liz was saying. If, if there's some sort of panel that that has that and even if that wasn't like the first strike, that's got to be some flawed company culture that they have yep. to allow them to keep letting interviewers, you know, screen candidates that are like that. So I wouldn't yeah. I would dodge yeah. that company like forever.
2: Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I'll play devil's advocate. Like she could have asked for a different interviewer. He still would have been there. He still would yeah. have been part of the company. So there really was mm-hmm. no other recourse she could have taken where it would have ended up in her favor. You know what I mean? Yes. As far as working at the company.
1: Because if she got the job, she's working in the with same him. office building with him, yep. who's yep. probably going to, you know, he's already shown that he'll steal her email from somewhere else. Like, what yep. else will he do to continue to harass her? So, yeah, it just baffles me that people do this kind of thing. Like, why do you think interviewing's like, it's not your personal speed dating. It's
2: not, <laughs> You yeah. know what
1: I mean? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Eddie's, Eddie's a piece of shit, and mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't get another position of power, so uh, yeah. definitely not, not too- the asshole.
2: You did a good job.
1: Good job at not getting the job.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kudos. You. <laughs> That's the, that's the best you're not getting a job. Up. Yeah, That's what you do when you're, you're, <laughs> you're failing, failing up. To the company and then you don't need a job. <laughs> Bam. All right. So we're going to move on to our final Am I the Asshole for today. Uh, well, unless you're a patron. You got an ex job. Am I the Asshole after this? So, Am I the Asshole for bringing my baby to a child-free wedding? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. far. <laughs> so far.
2: We'll see context, but off, right off that's the so gate. Far, yes. yes.
1: <laughs> that's fair. I would also probably agree. So, so my cousin lives a six-hour drive from me and the rest of our family. A few months ago, we all drove out over there for his wedding. Due to limited space, no children were invited to the wedding, except the bride's young nieces and nephews. My baby was 10 months old at the time, and I wasn't comfortable leaving him alone in an unfamiliar place with a stranger, which was a babysitter that my other cousin hired for their own kids. So, I decided to bring him to the wedding. I wrote... (laughs) I wrote on the RSVP that I was bringing him, but he would be sitting on my laps and I would bring his own food for him. My cousin didn't say anything, so I assumed that he was okay with it. I love how she's just like, they said no kids, but I decided. I'm bringing <laughs> But a kid. I was
2: like, <laughs> this kid's special. It doesn't my, apply to me. <laughs> it's,
1: it's my world and you're just all living in it. So I'm doing what I want. Um, my baby cried at the ceremony, but I quickly <laughs> took him out of the room. At the reception, I had him with me the whole time in a body carrier. He didn't make much of a fuss, and I thought everything was okay. After the wedding, my aunt, the groom's mom, confronted me and told me that it was rude for me to bring my baby without permission. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I explained that I wrote on the RSVP what I was planning to do, with, but my cousin didn't object. She said that my cousin and his bride had a problem with it, but the bride didn't want to start any drama because she doesn't know me that well. Fair. fair.
0: <laughs> that is fair. Fair.
1: My other cousin's baby was seven months old at the time, and my aunt said that he had no problem leaving his baby with a certified babysitter, and I should have done the same. And yep. some of my cousins mm-hmm. were upset because they thought the groom gave me special treatment by letting me bring my baby and making them leave their kids with a babysitter. Yep. I didn't mean to start any drama. Am I the asshole?
0: Yes. Yes, you are. Like, okay, okay, if I wrote an RSVP... I don't want what everyone's having. I don't want a nice tomahawk steak with filet mignon and some lobster tail on the side. I don't want yeah. what everyone's having. You know, it's just I get that's it. that's that same you know, vibe. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I think it's entitlement at this point. Like to me, it seems like a, you feel like you're a main character in a story.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: But the thing is, if you didn't have the proper babysitter, or if you didn't, if you weren't comfortable with the the designated babysitter you had, you could have said no and stayed at home and not go yep. through the wedding. Like, yeah. I feel yep. like. Even though they didn't respond to you, I would rather wait for them to give a confirmation saying a yay or an a instead mm-hmm. of just making that decision without their consent. You know what yep. I mean? Because it's their special day. Yep. I get but it. You just had a kid. But but you're even then,
1: your- even if you were to like reach out to them and be like, hey, is this okay? You're still putting them in a situation where they have it's to awkward. uncomfortably say no to you right. or, yep. or uncomfortably say yes because they feel awkward about saying no to you. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Like that's a terrible position you're putting your cousin and and mm-hmm. h- his now wife in because it's not fair to them because they made the rule and it's supposed to apply to everyone and it, you don't get to just skirt around the rule. It's not like I can go out and murder someone and be like, oh, it's okay because. Uh, I I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> with that, that person extreme. being alive. So, <laughs> bringing a baby then murdering somebody. <laughs> Holy crap!
2: You need to stop hanging out in your murder dungeon.
1: The rules Josh. don't apply to me, guys. <laughs> it's because he's white. Yeah, light. yeah was, that's right. That's, kidding.
2: I was trying to like think of any instance where it would have been okay, and I can't think of one. Like at no, first, no. I was like, well, maybe. You know like if your kid had some sort of medical thing well you'd be home you wouldn't yes. have brought it
1: yeah the know. worst case scenario is you stay home that's what it should be yeah. yeah or if you have a husband i don't know if you do or a wife you know one of you stays home and one of you goes yeah. to the wedding like it, it's unfortunate but it's your child You got to take care of it if you don't feel comfortable leaving with the babysitter. So you just miss out on some events.
0: You could have been taking it to another step where like, yes, it sounds like kind of absurd, but you can have left it with the certified babysitter and just be like, hey, I want updates like every five minutes or something. Sure.
2: Yeah. Just like you could have left the baby and just gone to the ceremony and not even stayed for the reception. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's a six hour drive. So that is kind of a.
1: It's a a long. Yeah, you're right. But. But the baby's 10 months old. It can take care of itself.
2: <laughs> just leave it in a, bit, like puppy, leave it in a you know? swing
1: <laughs> Give it some treats Fine right Figure One it of it out. those
2: little hamster water things Full yeah. of baby formula <laughs> It's fine Yeah it'll
0: be okay <laughs> Have them crawl around the ball Make me electricity baby
2: <laughs> <laughs> Were you good while mommy was gone Wilson?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is the girls trip That they had
1: the <laughs> the first story. <laughs> My husband was fishing, so I couldn't <laughs> leave him at home.
0: Uh, <laughs> I couldn't go to a wedding. <laughs> Wilson we couldn't go to a wedding.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you're you're absolutely the asshole in this situation. Yeah. Um, rules apply to everyone. And to cause any commotion during someone else's wedding days, you're definitely the asshole in any yeah. c- scenario. So, shout out to you for being a loving mom, though. So, I give you that at least. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess, but that's not what the question is. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you are an asshole mom. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're an asshole cousin. You're, you're a good mom. Yeah. <laughs> good mom. Asshole cousin. There you go. Yeah. Let's yeah, end it well, at that. <laughs> yeah. But with that, we will wrap up this episode. So, uh, what did you guys think? Were these people assholes or were they not assholes? Was, or is everyone an asshole? Or is everyone an asshole? That is an option as well. We everyone forget that. Has no one's an can...
2: asshole. But does everyone need to be one? I
1: would say not everyone. There's probably someone out there without an asshole. How would they? I don't want to think about it. Well, if you made it this far, now you're thinking about it. <laughs> so thank you for sticking <laughs> with us this whole episode. Uh, <laughs> before we kick off to end the show, Lindsay, yes. you have a podcast. I do. It's called Yule Crime. I would you like to is. tell the Wikimaniacs about Yule Crime podcast?
2: I would love to. Yield Crime Podcast is a show that I do with my sister Madison every week where we talk about funny, strange and obscure crimes that take place pre-1900s. So a lot of our cases typically talk about murder, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we've done some really interesting ones about like animal crimes. We've done some...
1: Done witches. We've Done a lot witches. of witches. Although there is usually murder in those as well. Yeah. Lots. usually
2: Usually ends with... The witch is not surviving, but lots of poisonings, and every once in a while we'll sneak in some some really obscure stuff. You know, like talk about a bunch of penis stuff in Rome. So,
1: <laughs> okay, you just slip that in. <laughs> just slip that in
2: there. <laughs> I think my favorite part is the fact that they used to uh, try to hit up men for sexual favors in the graveyard. So, uh, oh. That's where huh? I think the term <laughs> graveyard shift came from. <laughs> me, 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 me.
1: Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Learning a lot about uh, ancient Rome, Jesus. Because
2: <laughs> I know when I'm horny, the first place I want to go is the graveyard.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'd like to bone there, huh? <laughs> With all them bones. Give mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a little headstone. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, so so definitely go check out Yule Crime if you want to learn about gra- graveyard, graveyard penises. Sex. <laughs> Really selling it for you, Lindsay. Boning in the bone yard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> brown chicken, brown but
1: we'll have uh, links to her podcast down in the show notes, so definitely go check it out. Uh, thank you, Lindsay, for coming on and espousing yeah. your your wisdom as you always do. You'll definitely be back. Uh, you're our guest definitely. that's been on the most, I think. I yeah. want to say yes. Yeah, three or four times now. So you'll yes. definitely be on again. We appreciate you coming out. If you want to hear the final story we did today, you can go to patreon.com slash Cultivate Podcast Network and sign up to get bonus and my the Asshole stories every Friday as well as ad-free episodes. Uh, On top of that, if you want to hear more, please consider subscribing to the show and giving us a rating and review on whatever platform you are on. Or you can share the podcast with a friend. And don't forget, you can submit your own Am I the Asshole stories to us using our email, redditonwikipod at gmail.com. Or (laughs) sending us a DM on Twitter (laughs) and Instagram at (laughs) redditonwiki. I'm not even going to put myself up when we're doing the YouTube. It's just you two up there. So uh, enjoy that, YouTube subscribers. let us know what you thought of these stories down in the comments on YouTube. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you, Lindsay and John, for your rendition of ball tickling I saw there at the corner of my eye.
2: Don't forget the balls.
1: <laughs> and we will see you on Monday. Bye. Gok gok 3000. <laughs>
2: do
1: it. Thanks, we that it's time it's your boy, Sean. <laughs>